0: Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash Show.
1: Oranges. Do they really belong in your drinks? I mean, orange juice is just going to give you heartburn. What's that? I'm, I'm being told that's just me and my old man stomach. Uh, well, I guess that's true. Some Many cocktails could use a little dash of citrus flavor. So let's look at liqueurs, specifically orange-flavored ones and uh, how they can best be enjoyed. So either get mixing or maybe try it alone and uh, join us as we have a drink.
0: To have a drink So, where you learn along with us about what you drink i'm Brittany D. walker
1: i'm justin Fraser,
2: and i'm christopher walker how's it going guys Whew. pretty good uh <laughs> since since last episode i'm getting sleep that's, <laughs> oh that's part of like i was
0: like what is that
2: uh, like... so
1: no 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 i I'm, I'm getting sleep i'm just not doing anything
2: else with my life the world, ah. the world changed for me when daycares opened up and I was able to <laughs> quit uh, my babysitting job during the day and then working my actual job during nights. And now I just work my actual job during the day and I oh. sleep at night and it's fantastic. It's uh, the craziest thing. I can think clearly for the first time in months. He can you can think don't clearly
1: understand. now the baby's gone. That's exactly. Well, I mean, he's went. asleep. To
2: daycare. Yeah, I was gonna say you're
1: you're making it sound. <laughs> That's yeah. I realized what it sounded like after be... it happened, and I was like, okay, maybe I need the to... different direction.
2: <laughs> I can I can see him on a monitor to my left. He he's fine.
1: <laughs> but no, um, uh, he's can... busy there in the crib with his uh with his bottle just clicking across the bars. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can I can actually think it is fantastic um trying to i've not other than that i've just been enjoying sleep Ah, it's 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 been magical times
1: it's pretty nice i i've been going to bed before
2: the sun goes down lately
1: just to make sure
2: i mean that's our life but yeah (laughs) oh um um, i did watch i think at least half of uh that amazon series upload mm. Mm -hmm. and it's interesting so i i kind of hate the premise and it's obviously a budget-made show but they're trying their best with what they got, so the CG looks bad. But, uh, like, the jokes, like the actual computer jokes in it, it's it's taking, like, current modern problems with the internet and computers, and then it's like, oh, let's throw it 30 years into the future and put it into this, hey, the afterlife is an internet-based thing. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome
1: to the cloud
2: yeah that's it. you get these hilarious jokes that are you're like ha i you know i deal with this on a daily basis so good job. yeah okay but other than that so far i'm like eh, your premise is bad you but should feel bad i watch it for those those yucks mm-hmm. like every at least every episode there's going to be two or three good computer yucks that you're going to get out of it and they're right. worth it. they're worth gotten,
0: it i haven't gotten to watch anything i still haven't finished the season, the current, the new season of Queer Eye ah. on Netflix, I, which I'm just—I I got like one more episode in, and <laughs> still haven't finished it up. It's, yeah, it's—it's
1: it's already bled into all the other seasons for me. Like after I've watched one, they're just like, yeah, no, that's that's the show. It folds in, and yeah. and I I don't I, I almost can't distinguish some of them anymore.
0: I mean, because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like if someone made a reference, you're like, yeah, that's.
2: Oh, I've got to say, I also watch that. a crap load of theme park, uh, things <laughs> on YouTube and I, I was down the rabbit hole. Thanks to Reddit that started this and realized I have sub mechanophobia. I was just like, no, I have been utterly creeped as a kid. Like, it was not like freeze me in my tracks, terrifying, but I've found it just like utterly unsettling the thought of mechanical things underwater. Just okay. creeps me to my core. So and like submarines th- are just right out. No, submarines are fine. It's like, think of the Jaws ride. You're not afraid that it's a real shark. You are terrified because it is a gigantic machine, a hydraulic machine operating underwater that any one of anything could go wrong with and it can kill you. And that just creeps you to the very ends of your being.
0: See, Tim, I, it's like on one a, of the only things I'm not scared of. It's crazy. On a
1: scale of one to Disney rides about aliens, how <laughs> terrifying is it?
2: Um. Yeah. It, it's yeah, no, it's Alien Encounter, which I also watched. I've seen a number of videos <laughs> on that one and found out exactly why it closed. Um, There's the, a
1: there's a couple of reasons, one of them being uh, uh, people going, this is
2: too intense. It was dialed back, actually. Well, no, um, during testing, people said it was too intense and because the whole prod that ride was, went forward because Michael Eisner was like, no, because he owned the he bought the rights theme park rights to the Alien movie franchise and Then lost them. Part and then no, they had to sell them because the board mm. told him, no, they would not yes. allow that right because it was supposed to be a xenomorph that was going to be
1: in there. And it still, it looks like, you know, not, it's like a copyright free xenomorph.
2: Yeah. But that was the, the board said no. And then Eisner turned and looked at the Imagineers who were working on it. And like, he was like under the table, you keep doing it. He's (laughs) like, it's not going to be a xenomorph, but you keep developing the ride.
0: Oh, Michael Eisner.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But no, they, the, one of the suspected reasons the ride closed is because I can't remember the dude, the guy that was the, uh, the principal in Ferris Bueller's day off got Uh, busted for child porn. And he's in Mm. the intro video that explains everything. And he's he's like a heavy character in the ride. And he got busted for child porn the year before that ride closed. Oh my God. So they're like, yeah, Disney wants zero to do with anyone that gets busted for something like that. Yeah. So they're like, rather than reshoot a video, they just close the whole ride. They're like, Nope, gone.
1: Uh,
2: Yeah. That's, that's what I watched. Okay. Creepy decaying robots underwater, and it nope. I want nothing to do with it. Fair
1: enough. Uh, I've been uh, been working a lot lately, and uh, may have made some questionable financial decisions, uh, like buying comic books on Amazon.
2: Oh God! Are they in bulk? Uh, well, I
1: got oh, dear. a collection. Oh, oh Sandman. The- Absolute Sandman. Uh, volume 1 and 2 have not arrived yet. Volume 3 showed up first. <laughs> it's this thick. If you can see in the video, it's like 4 to 5 inches thick.
2: So if you can't see in the video, it's like the uh, Mark Twain autobiography thick.
1: It's it's gorgeous to look at with its black pages, uh, but it is... It is a beast, and was not cheap. <laughs> uh, and I tried telling that to to my boss, who just said, "Treat yourself." <laughs> Treat
0: yourself.
2: Yeah, uh, that's um, so. Right now, it's probably gonna be the cheapest you could get that because what is it movies or a television series for Sandman that's coming out?
0: Oh
1: uh after
2: that it, drops the price for that's gonna be i cool. thought it was uh, a
0: tv thing
1: it's it's gone a couple of ways for a while no one knows for sure anymore
0: hmm. uh
1: but yeah uh it was a, a comic that was very important to me some years ago and my collection has been uh uh hodgepodge for a while because uh pieces have gone missing when i lent them out and never got hmm. pieces back which i'm not mad about but i went well now it's an excuse to upgrade.
2: That's when you start breaking some legs. Like, I stopped loaning out movies when you know DVD collections were a thing eh, because fine. movies were never making their way I, back.
1: I have, I've accidentally stolen at least one book, uh, I definitely from, from someone, not from a store, but you know, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, that. I, The thing is, I can't start reading that book because I'm like, no, I have to get through one and two first. (laughs) Yeah, you agree. I I gotta wait for the others to show up. Uh, You've read them, though, right? I have, and volume three is actually none of the main Sandman story. It is is none of the original run. It is all ancillary stuff, like spinoffs, tie-ins, prequels. Uh, But like it's volume three. You can't start reading at three.
0: Yeah, that's just wrong.
1: So yeah, uh, right. at some point I'll get around to reading those. But other than that, you'll, it's been... you'll have
2: to report back if there's any mm-hmm. any fun Easter eggs thrown in when they do those big things. I know they like to sometimes shoehorn in. Hey, here's a here's a page of some fun other thing that was going on.
1: Oh, this one has like a whole like the whole back. Fifth of it is just uh, uh, just extra art material and oh, galleries so- that other people did who are just like professional artists who are just fans of it and went, I drew this. Like, oh. uh, and I I thumbed through a little bit of that and was like, oh, I shouldn't have seen this. This is gorgeous. Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I just have to say this. Shout out to Sausage Operator. Thank you for hosting us.
0: Ah.
1: Oh,
2: Thank you. Also, best screen name ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. um. So, Brittany, what have you been doing?
0: Uh, nothing.
2: <laughs> That's a lie.
0: I I'm sure I'm I'm forgetting something. Um. Yeah, it's well. So the show thing, as far as watching anything is concerned. Um. I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else going on. Unfortunately. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. I because I genuinely do. Uh well, yeah.
2: You know who else is forgetting something? Untapped. Does <laughs> that make a new badge? They've been forgetting badges for quite a while. They they've been leaving us high and dry.
0: But yeah, there's just the one this week.
2: Still gonna so, add uh untapped stole our show. Like, what was it? We had a three-year head start, and then they suddenly, like, even came in, took our whole format and everything, and we're like, oh, we're gonna do a podcast, and then it's basically our show.
1: I mean, they met you, Chris.
2: That's true. <laughs> now, the, uh, did the podcast start before I met him? No. Uh, no, no, it, it hadn't. Didn't. I didn't say anything during that, though. That's uh, what I That's true, like, ah. but he... They, I like, they I'm, looked a sh- in- I'm a shit interviewer. Like, No. <laughs> I can, I can BS with you guys on here all night, but they're like, hey, ask some questions to this important person. I like your product. <laughs> I like, I like turtles. turtles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh,
1: Untapped and Weathered Souls Brewing Company are working for a new badge, which is Black is Beautiful. Proud to announce the support of Black is Beautiful initiative started by Weathered Souls Brewing. Uh, Uh, Black is Beautiful is a collaborative effort among the brewing community and its uh, customers to bring awareness to the injustices that people of color face daily. Through education and information, they hope to bring forth change to a system that has fractured so many families and has been broken for decades. Their mission is to provide a platform to foster understanding and support of people of uh, people of color and inclusion. All proceeds from the purchase of these uh, releases will be donated to local charities that support police reform and provide legal defense to those in need. Uh, uh, We want to hear how this is uh, here. here, Let me try that sentence again. We want to hear how beer has brought you together. Share your Black is Beautiful Brews, your local brewery's Black is Beautiful campaign, or how you're supporting Black is Beautiful initiative. You can post it at hashtag. Post it on social media using hashtag BlackIsBeautifulBeer, uh, so we can discover your story and share your message and platform. So just check into any beer in the wow. Black Is Beautiful series to earn a badge. Wow! Until October. <laughs> to October, yeah.
2: So yeah, there's a number of breweries around the U.S. Like uh, they have got a big list. It's not quite as extensive as the uh, campfire when Sierra Nevada did theirs. I think it was the last badge? like, you know, brewery initiative thing. But um, I know in the Cincinnati area, we are... The, some people were, like, just dis- very disappointed in the number of breweries who are participating. Because Campfire, we had, like, every brewery in the area. There may have been one or two that weren't participating in it. But in this one, there's really only a handful in the area. Mm-hmm. But I, I can see the argument that take any social or political thing out of it and it's just hey we're coming out of an well like we're still in an extreme economic hardship and the point of these things are all the profits go towards this cause so breweries aren't like a lot of breweries aren't in a position that they can sacrifice the ingredients for these beers even though they are supposed to be rather inexpensive to brew but a lot of them are in a position they can't sacrifice the ingredients for something that they're not going to turn a profit off of right now.
1: Yeah. and I understand so, that,
2: but the ones who can, I, I love that they're doing it. Yes. Uh,
1: no, it's, I, it's one of those things I'm, I'm excited to see. I, Well, we probably won't see it, but
0: yeah, I had to look up that brewery. It's in, um, it's in San Antonio, Texas.
2: I mean, uh here's Street Side's gonna be brewing one. Oh okay. Mine Geist is gonna be brewing it. Oh okay,
0: okay.
1: I gotta yeah, I gotta look to see if anything in town is.
2: I yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully Ethereal will
1: be. they are they have got a lot going on right now, so I don't know if they've
2: opening that new uh restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that, but they're also uh
1: they've got some special can releases coming out for a fourth of July thing.
2: Look, I've wanted some of their uh, unemployment lime stuff. Yeah. It has looked really good. <laughs> yeah, I have thought about hitting you up, but I know you're really busy. Yeah. Be like, you know, if you could score some of these, uh,
1: yeah, I, I sh- <laughs> could. I leave the house, I would, uh, <laughs> not due to being sick, just due to being exhausted. Um, but let's talk. Maybe. Uh, well, actually. I was going to move on to the topic because it just seemed like there was something missing here. Like, like maybe news.
2: Yeah, we were, uh, we had a news episode this week. So we were talking about, uh, how Jim beam wanted to ask you if you wanted to taste history. And we resoundingly said, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, perhaps make a little excursion to flavor town.
0: And the hard seltzer game has just gone a little too far.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, on that note,
1: we We are not that uh, I mean, I've got hard liquors tonight and
2: cocktails. We'll see where I go. We've got bombers and bombers. I forgot to mention I finally got a beer fridge. I forgot. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) My little mini fridge, beer fridge, which I was like, "This should handle a lot of what I want to do," and I couldn't fit a quarter of what I wanted to put in it, or what I thought I could in it. The point
0: is, it's a slightly less well. There's okay, significantly less beer in the main actual fridge.
1: (laughs) You could put food in there now.
0: Yes, it's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> she's she's
2: excited i am
1: Although so much more room for activities that's more to
2: me offloading beer that I was giving to other people finally like yeah. giving it to them because when it's like hey you can talk to other people now and i'm like oh okay so i can give people beer
1: <laughs> well perhaps you should see into getting into the orange liqueur game i've considered it well uh it's uh <laughs> we've talked about liqueurs before, and we've got a little bit here that perhaps we can uh, uh, talk about exactly what is a, a liqueur.
2: So w- we told you guys during uh, some of those broad episodes, we're, we're going to dig in deep on some of these fringe things. And here we go.
1: <laughs> well, technically, liqueurs are liquors because they are distilled spirits. The general difference is liqueurs are sweetened spirits with flavors, oils, and extracts added. Rum, whiskey, and brandy and other liqueurs can serve as the base spirit for them. Uh, Other liquors can serve as the base spirit of liqueurs. Sorry. It's going to be a lot of that this episode. Uh, The alcohol content of liqueurs tends to be lower than liquors because of the additives. But this is not always the case. They can range from as low as 15% ABV, or 30 proof, to a strong 55% or 110 proof. So potency is not a distinguishing factor. Liqueurs are used in a wide variety of creative and legendary cocktails. Uh, They are the ingredients that is uh, that is mostly used in the drink extra special. Uh, Most people can uh, most can be enjoyed neat, chilled or on the rocks. I have been known on occasion to drink Bailey's just just with some ice cubes.
2: But I mean, I drink gin. Just, Jen's not a liqueur, I- though. Well, I'll drink uh, the the bourbon cream. Oh, the bourbon cream, bourbon cream. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. I'll, I'll just <laughs> turn that bottle up. We've got a bottle in the fridge. I might do that right now.
1: Will you? He will. He's leaving. He's leaving. Screen. Chris was never seen or heard from again. The history of liqueurs can be traced back for centuries, and historically derived from herbal uh, medicines prepared by monks. Uh, like most medicines prepared in ancient times, they were not helpful. Liqueurs were produced in Italy as early as 13th century. Uh, one of the early liqueurs is chartreuse which is made by monks from an ancient recipe. The only liquor in world in the world with a completely natural green color. Uh, in 1605, Francois Hannibal des, Destre, the Marshal of the Artillery for King Henry the uh, Henry the Fourth gave an ancient manuscript entitled "An Elixir of Long Life" to the monks of the Chartreuse Monastery in Vauvert. And here comes the bourbon cream from Chris. Uh,
0: I'm not cleaning up when you puke everywhere. I'm just putting it I'll put that out right now.
2: Like it was a parade. Here comes the bourbon cream, Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes, look how look how happy all those children are as he.
2: Pukes into the street. Not a monster. I'm going to not get my saliva down in the whole bottle. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, um, it
1: wasn't until 1703 that the complex recipe contained in the manuscript was fully unraveled and the first chartreuse elixir was made. Uh, the French word for liqueur is derived from the Latin uh, liquefarse. I- I'm not sure. I don't. Too many letters there. Uh, anyway, it means to dissolve. Uh, in some parts of the U.S. and Canada, the, uh, uh, liqueurs may be referred to as cordials or schnapps. Oh. This causes confusion in the United Kingdom because a cordial would refer to a non-alcoholic concentrate of fruit syrup, uh, typically diluted to taste and, consume not- and consumed as a non-carbonated soft drink schnapps on the other hand can be referred to as any distilled beverage in germany and aquavit in other scandinavian countries look i am
2: looking forward to us doing an aquavit episode
1: uh i keep expecting to hear uh velvita when i hear aquavit and i'm just like oh cheese
2: what (laughs) so side side we're going to the side now tangent um we will finally watch the video for something that's been up on my YouTube. This has nothing to do with was, what we're just talking about. For some reason, when he said Aquavit, I was
0: like, "You have to se- have you sent the video to anyone yet?"
2: <laughs> I think they say Aquavit somewhere in it, so I'm gonna have to send you the video for uh, it's. Uh, who is it from? Uh, I don't
0: remember the band's name. It-
2: Nano War, Nano War instead of Mano War, but it's called Va and it is the greatest. It
0: makes fun of everything. It's so good. It's, it's just so this, horrible. It's just it's making so fun good. of
2: like the whole Norwegian death metal thing, and this. Like, but it's the, the loving making fun of it. it like, oh, it's so tasteful because the whole thing turns into a prayer to Odin about IKEA, and it's <laughs> just. And at the end of the video, there's like, like you would die. I think like you would actually. There's be. a Viking longship coming down a fjord, and the sails has the big IKEA logo on it. <laughs> And Odin uh, appears to them and is going on about making you know tables for affordable prices. And- uh, okay, well, back to <laughs> orange liqueurs. Tangent over.
1: So we can either go to orange liqueurs or Velveeta cheese. Which which would you prefer? I mean, right now. <laughs> All right, orange liqueur. Uh, they are a diverse group of distilled spirits flavored with citrus fruit. Uh, most of uh, most are sweetened. Some use uh, uh, most are sweetened. Some use neutral grain base, while others use uh, a liquor such a featured liquor such as brandy. There are many orange liqueurs available, and the they are produced worldwide, including in the Caribbean, the Netherlands, France, and Italy. Uh, you will see names such as Triple Sec, Curaçao, Cointreau, and Grand Marnier in cocktail recipes, though some simply list orange liqueur as an ingredient. Uh, of all the liquors, uh, liqueurs on the market, orange liqueurs are most often uh, used most often, and that makes them essential for a well-stocked bar.
2: Although, I've never stocked one.
1: I, no, I, I I would I would keep one. Like I I have I, I kept one nearby because I was like, oh, if I'm ever mixing anything, triple sec is a pretty handy one for that.
0: Yeah, we don't we don't do cocktails often, and I, I just drink a lot of stuff straight. So yeah. I mean, you so can, do I.
1: That's why the top part of my bar is just whiskey. Let me say <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: the the shelf behind me. It's like exclusively whiskey, except for like a bottle of gin right in the middle there. When I
0: was saying to him like before, I think before the show. I don't think I've ever had any of these, like the Grand Marnier and all all the stuff like people go on about. Like, I don't think I've ever had any.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just going like, no, I've I've, I've had plenty. I've, well, I've had to use. Bart- I had to use plenty. They a said, lot of these. We, well, yeah.
2: You were a
0: bartender, so
2: we started doing <laughs> this episode, and I went. I know these names. To be fair, the only cocktail I've ever walked in somewhere to and ordered. when i was in scotland and i was very unsure of their bourbon selection so i just asked for a soco and lime in which the bartender leaned over and was like that's just a southern comfort with lime juice right (laughs) i'd say yes yes it is Uh, now that's my extent of ordering a cocktail (laughs) mm -hmm. all right so What is orange liqueur made from? Orange liqueur is a sweetened distilled spirit that is flavored with oranges. Who would have knew? Uh, The production methods used vary uh, by brand and style. Orange liqueurs may use a base that is neutral grain spirit, similar to vodka, rum, or brandy. The orange flavor often comes from dried orange peels or orange essential oil. Though that's not always the case. They generally range from 30% alcohol... Uh, about 60 proof to 40 percent, about 80 proof. There are three basic types of orange liqueurs: Curacao, which is you know you Curacao, know, Curacao, uh, triple sec, and brandy based. There are also brands that fall into none of those categories. <laughs> <laughs> These may feature a particularly or a particular variety of oranges. Be a bitter rather than sweet liqueur or include additional ingredients such as herbs, spices, or artificial flavors. Uh, some for the pure purpose of branding do not use a particular category on the label. I mean, I can understand that. Uh, what does uh, orange liqueur taste like? One assumes oranges. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> orange- <laughs> not, not at all. It tastes like, uh, tastes like gin. <sighs> I, my brain was wanting to go towards the,
0: the boat was gin, the ocean sorry.
2: <laughs> gin, the fish was gin, so everything no, was gin. Tangent. I was no one wants to know this, but I was sitting on the toilet earlier, and that came to my mind. I'm just sitting the old there. Old man in the sea. Yeah, our our constant old man in the sea reference. So it's just like the boat was gin, the ocean ocean was gin, the whale was gin, everything was gin. Like every the whole book is just. <laughs> His ode to gin.
0: Honestly, whilst editing, I should really make new stickers for our store that
2: are just like... It's just like, the boat was gin, 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 comma, the ocean was gin, comma, the whale was gin. Yeah, they're just dot, 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 ellipses. Yeah, that's... Okay. Or the chorus have a signature taste of oranges. Who would have knew? They tend to be very sweet, some almost syrupy. Thus I'm gonna have a drier mouth, Phil. Your types, your uh I wanted to say curacao. <laughs> curacao. Curacao. Because I trip over my own tongue drunkenly. Well, it's also like this is just one of those words that I yeah. had a lot of contact with.
0: Well, and if you don't see it spelled out ever and you're just like oh, hi.
2: <laughs> Well, it's nice when I have the thing in front of me now that says pronounced curacao. Hmm. Helpful liqueur is the oldest style of orange liqueur and originated in the Caribbean island of the same name. It is believed that when the Spanish planted orange trees orange trees there, the climate produced a bitter fruit that was better after drying. I Eventually just have the- to
1: imagine that all of their oranges came up blue because I almost <laughs> only see blue curacao.
2: <laughs> the dried pills of small lahara. Uh, Oranges were were used to flavor the liqueur. Hmm. Uh, the Dutch company Bois Bols. Bols, uh, claims to be the first to produce uh, Curaçao. Uh, it, is, it is often called for in classic cocktail recipes. Around the turn of the 20th century, Curaçao producers began selling it in a variety of colors. Here you go. Hmm. Orange, white, which is also known as clear, blue, and rarely green. Uh, the orange and white liqueurs are most versatile. Blue Curacao is one of the most common ways to create blue cocktails. Most Curacao is 60 proof. So I'm just like, saying.
1: Oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, so it's like blue raspberry. Like it doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. So this is, but this is like blue orange.
1: Well, the, you know, blue Curacao gets a lot of play here in, uh, in Lexington and in Kentucky as uh, it's a college town. Run by the University of Kentucky,
0: which is blue. Yeah, go
2: big blue. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That makes sense. Since <laughs> so you said that, in my head is here. Bump, bump, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Go big blue. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So triple sec. Triple sec is the French answer to Dutch curacao. Both. Oh. <laughs> just
1: picturing it basically is just curacao smoking a cigarette and just going. I do not care what you think, curacao. <laughs> that's triple. Good life. Your life is meaningless.
2: <laughs> so that's triple sec. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, word I can't say. Both uh Quantro. Quantro. Uh, if I would look two lines ahead. It's, that's, <laughs> it's, it's literally spelled out for it's, my uh, dumbass. It's uh, a cheetah, Scott. It's a cheetah. <laughs> Just a cheetah. Uh, He's a... Some kind of cat. <laughs> He's a tiger,
0: isn't he? Long pause. It's a cheetah,
2: Scott. Uh, Both Cointreau uh, and Combeier have uh, claimed to be the first triple sec. Uh, Sec means dry. Today I learned. Yeah. In French. And triple sec is often thought to mean triple dry. Though it can refer to a triple distilled liqueur. There's also a claim that the name refers to the third attempt at uh, Cointreau. Cointreau. At their recipe. The ones still in use so today triple sec is more of a generic term for an orange liqueur and there are many brands that vary greatly in quality flavor and sweetness i keep having to look up because every time i see it i'm like what contra <laughs> uh, we were talking pre-show where like some of those words like archaeology where it's like someone just threw up vowels in the middle of it and you're like sure <laughs> So, Cointreau and uh, Combiere, sure, since it's French, yeah, uh, are the most trusted premium brands available. Many are considerably lower in quality, typically not palatable on their own. <laughs> this nope. liqueur is often clear, though some with brandy base may have a golden color. Most triple sec is 60 proof. Uh, Cointreau and Combier originally are 80 proof. So those so, two aren't really screwing around. No, but when they were like, oh,
1: they're considerably lower lower in quality. Yeah, I've never had triple sec where I've not put it into something else. I deliberately grabbed like my worst liquors for cocktails today because I went, <laughs> nope, I'm putting mixers in them. Who cares what they taste like? It's just sugar.
2: And if you Basically. are <laughs> if you are face palming at pronunciations right now, please. Go and check out any of our literally any other any of our scotch (laughs) or wine episodes, and you will go. Holy crap, how do they have a show?
0: The wine ones, it's painful. Uh, also, the brandy thing just made me think more of like how much I want to watch Adam's Family again this year. (laughs) Let's have a brandy,
2: (laughs) brandy. but first, a brandy.
1: Well, brandy brandy based,
2: based. (laughs) many of the original, uh. Curaçao's had either a brandy or rum base, and a few orange liqueurs continue to use brandy or cognac. The French liqueur Grand Marnier is the best known and was originally called Curaçao Marnier. It used cognac, is often preferred by bartenders, and can be drunk on its own. Justin can it.
1: I mean, (laughs) in the same way that,
2: you know, liquid plumber can. It's an Italian counterpart. <laughs> it's Italian counterpart, Grand Gala, has uh, a brandy base and is comparable in quality. Both Grand, liqueurs are
1: Grand Gala can be drank much in the same way that cement can be drank.
2: <laughs> Both liqueurs are eighty proof.
1: <laughs> o three. Uh, look, I, I got nothing here. I know it's from uh, De Kuypers who are
2: okay. Well, yeah, one of the liqueurs in the product line of De Kuipers. O3 is a premium orange liqueur that can be used in a variety of cocktails. It is flavored with the essential oils of the Brazilian para-orange and bottled at 80 proof.
1: Oh, these are essential oils. Oh, Patron.
2: Not, not, not those ones that got laid off. Right. At the beginning of the year.
1: Patron yes. citron.
2: Yes. Patron Citronge, Produced by Patron Tequila. Uh citronge, 80 proof. I don't know why I'm adding this on <laughs> it because
0: we were just yeah, recently yeah. talking about Pierre. Yeah, I, I,
2: yeah. I was say I think
1: it's actually citron, not citron, but I I <laughs> the G slipped in when I tried to say it the
2: first time. Uh has a base of neutral green spirits and is flavored with organic Jamaican and bittersweet Haitian oranges. Ooh. It's a good option for margaritas and other tequila cocktails, and now I want. I was gonna say that's pretty, pretty that. good. His,
1: this, was, <laughs> uh, this was our Damn if it. you asked for a quote top shelf uh margarita, it was uh, uh I think it was Jose Cuervo and uh Patron Citron.
0: I'm say, Jose should not be
1: well the other option was uh uh salsa. Oh yeah (laughs) so i mean you know when you're
0: i mean it's patron all the way if you're gonna go that i mean if you You were were, i
1: was making margaritas Brittany. i put sour mix on top of that with some lime juice no one noticed
0: Yeah. yeah 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 okay all right. Well, next up on types, we have a uh, Salerno blood orange liqueur.
1: <laughs> that that feels like it should be served at, at an Adams family thing. Just I don't, you know, just the blood part, like Salerno blood orange liqueur.
0: I can just see Angelica Houston saying this. Okay, uh, produced in Sil- Sicily, Salerno. Uh, it's 80 proof. It's a premium liqueur with a deep, dark orange flavor. It's a neutral spirit base and goes through three rounds of distillation. One with whole sanguinello blood oranges. Uh, one with blood orange peel. And one with Sicilian lemons. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, all this sounds very intriguing. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong. Borducon orange hmm. liqueur? Question mark. This orange liqueur is often compared to Cointreau, though it's not a triple sec. It's less sweet, but with a bolder orange flavor accented with alpine herbs and saffron. Uh, Bordicon is produced in northern Italy as a neutral spirit base and is, a, is bottled at 70 proof. Hmm. Um, next up is ooh, Operol. Operol. Uh, this aperitif has a bright orange flavor and color. It's not sweet, but bitter. Aperol is produced in Italy and is infused with bitter and sweet oranges, along with a proprietary recipe of herbs and roots. It mixes very well in simple high-end cocktails, including the signature Aperol Spritz and is bottled at 22 proof. Oh, not much going on there.
1: (laughs) That's not going to get. Yeah, it's going to take a little while, especially as a spritz. Yeah. Uh, When he said proprietary mix of herbs, I was like, oh, oh, how many? How many herbs and what spices? Oh, roots.
0: (laughs) Not even kind of on the spices. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, so on getting into how to drink orange liqueur. So for the most part, orange liqueurs are not enjoyed on their own. Brandy based liqueurs uh, like Grand Marnier are the exception and nice when served on the rocks or topped with light soda. Beyond that, they're generally reserved for cocktails and shooters.
1: Oh, man. This would be terrible. Okay. I'm going to preface with this should not be, but now I'm just picturing uh, Grand Marnier and orange soda.
0: Ooh. It's got, it's had to have been done. It has. I'm sure it
1: has. It's just, I feel like this should not be. Who loves orange soda? Who loves Grand
2: Marnier? (laughs) Who loves Grand Marnier, Kale? Kale loves Grand Grand Marnier. (laughs) I do, I do, Do I do. do. All
0: right. All right. Uh, Yes. So beyond that, uh, they're generally reserved for cocktails and shooters. Orange liqueurs are found in a variety of cocktail recipes, including sours, martinis, and highballs, as well as blended and hot drinks. Uh, They're common in shot recipes and often prized for their color and sweet taste in layered shooters. Um, It can be difficult to know which style to use in different drinks. Some cocktails work best with the darker Grand Marnier, while others are better with the crispness of a premium Curacao or Triple Sec. Many recipes will suggest a particular orange liqueur or brand. Others use the generic name of Triple Sec or Curacao. So when choosing the orange liqueur to use, consider these tips. Keep both a light and dark orange liqueur in the bar. Uh, the most common premium choices are Cointreau, which is the light version, and Grand Marnier, the darker. Though these there are, are other brands that are equal in quality to both.
1: That these are the two that we used to keep stocked.
0: Hmm. That makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, when substituting try to retain the same light or dark base that the recipe calls for. Also, a cheap orange liqueur, especially triple sex and curacao's, can ruin an otherwise perfect cocktail. Uh, If you have a favorite orange liqueur and a new recipe that calls for a different liqueur, give your favorite a try. It's likely to be just as good, if not more pleasing to you. And then finally, when left with no other guide than, quote, orange liqueur. <laughs> Follow the theory of pairing light liqueurs with light cocktails and dark with dark. For instance, in gin, rum and tequila cocktails, you might begin with a curacao, while in cocktails with brandy or whiskey, Gray Marnier might be a good place to start.
1: The number of cocktails that involve whiskey are not uh, not a long list.
0: Oddly. Yeah. Um, and,
1: yeah, and then mis- mixing uh, lower shelf lower whiskey shelf. is semi, semi acceptable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's why people mix Jim Beam and things, you know? Right. Um, because so, they like the flavor
1: of peanuts. Yeah. Boiled peanuts.
0: <laughs> Which might be good with orange. We don't know. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> get off. Uh, popular brands for orange liqueurs. Uh, the orange liqueur market is actually pretty diverse. So some brands specialize in a single orange liqueur or style. Others produce a variety of flavored liqueurs sometimes offering both triple sec and curacao within their portfolio so some popular brands some of these we've already mentioned but uh the operal april i don't know how to say that uh bulls contro quandro wow i did it too i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't have it in front of me and i'm just like wait i don't know how to say this next one how do you say De kuiper. that De kuiper
1: i think it's close-ish
0: okay uh in a thousand years i i I always see the label like I can picture the bottle in my in my head, but I've never known how to say it.
1: See, I I picture it for because they they make a whole bunch of different liqueurs. And I I, what I first think of, though, is like they have a a cheap coconut one.
0: I will see the Well, the first thing I think of is like they have like a green apple or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. they have that, too. Um, Grand Marnier, Hiram or Hiram Walker, uh, Patron Cichon. I'm going to say the Josh, even though it's probably not supposed to be said. And then the uh, Senor Curacao or uh, of Curacao. Huh.
1: Actually, I can see behind me on the very bottom of my shelf a thing of uh, I think it's de Kuiper's blue Curacao.
0: Oh, okay. oh yeah, I've seen I've seen the blue one definitely. okay. Uh, and so talking about cocktails, here are uh, some typical uh, orange liqueur cocktail recipes. So the list of popular cocktails that feature an orange liqueur of some type is long. Uh, It's found in classic recipes as well as modern creations, but a few are essential to a well-rounded cocktail experience. The first one we're going to talk about is, um, I think, probably a very classic cocktail recipe. This is the Cosmopolitan, otherwise known as just the Cosmo.
2: Look, I am now of the mindset, had we drank to style in this household for this episode, I would be trashed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean
2: now uh, I'm just like, no, the game's changed because at first I was like, no, I'm not going out and buying any yeah, orange liqueur. And now I'm like, Oh, you, you're telling me I could have had an orange margarita right now? I would be lit. I mean, I I'm didn't... I'm halfway there from
0: Oh, I'm I'm definitely buzzed. <laughs> uh I mean I didn't even think about the Patron thing, but like that sounds just fine. Uh so okay. Cosmo.
2: I would be full Rom Burgundy right now. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say
1: you guys like margaritas. I do not.
0: Uh actually I'm on the fence. I worked at Don Pablo's for a while. <laughs> I've had my fill of margaritas. <laughs> uh we also had one like the size of your head. <laughs> I would so, drink it right now. Yeah, it was and, and they didn't they don't screw around at Mexican restaurants when it comes to the alcohol content in the margarita. Um so ingredients for the Cosmo. Got the one and a half ounces of vodka. Of course, citrus vodka would also be, I think, probably better for this. Uh, One ounce of the Cointreau orange liqueur. Half an ounce of fresh lime juice. Quarter ounce of cranberry. And the garnish of an orange peel. So, um, I have to admit right now, (laughs) the woman in the group here, I've never had a Cosmo. (laughs)
1: Uh, I used to make a bunch. uh, We actually... uh, I would use lemons instead of uh oranges. I would oh uh but I, I would use like uh absolute uh the their lemon flavored one. Mm. And uh have a uh lemon peel kind of twisted into it.
0: Yeah. I think the orange and lime together sound pretty fine. Like there was yeah I'm also there's... just like a huge lime person, so yeah. Uh actually, okay. I well, I haven't had a Cosmo specifically, but I was gonna say the only place that I seem to be well, yeah, I guess excited is the right word. Excited about cocktails in general. We've all been to 16 bit mm-hmm. in Cincinnati.
2: Those like, are kind of all off the rails. Yeah, yeah those are those like, are
0: but those are definitely they're still cocktails and yeah. they do them very well.
2: <laughs> yeah. When I walk in and go, I want the Hulk Hogan, and they're just like, here's a glass of vodka with a bomb pop in it. <laughs> Here you go.
1: You are a real American.
2: <laughs> Fight for the rights of every man. And the Kevin Bacon is also really good. Which just comes with a slice of bacon. Bacon. Yeah. I, mean. I think it's just an old fashioned with bacon. I just go for the game over every time, which is literally just Hawaiian punch and every liquor they have. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, all right. It's like eight bucks, and it'll get you trashed. Oh, and, and like you get that, to keep uh, the cup.
1: <laughs> it's like when I was a kid getting getting graveyards and the soda fountain. Just exactly. Fill up a bit of everything, and uh, mm-hmm. how how's it taste?
2: Not great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gonna drink all of it though. <laughs>
2: how's it uh, taste? Alarmingly like grape. <laughs> yeah, the grape always overpowered everything. How's There's no t- no grape soda up there. Tastes like grape.
1: How does it taste? Uh, I'm tasting toast right now. I'm smelling it too. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to the next cocktail. Uh, Which is the Long Island iced tea.
0: Something I've also never. (laughs) I've never had anything on here except the the last two.
1: Well, Long Island iced tea is a popular mixed drink that despite its name contains no tea. Uh, It is a mixed drink that tastes good going down but can quickly sneak up on you. And It's best to take it easy on this one. Uh, L-I-T, your list ingredient is long but the recipe is very easy to remember five white distilled spirits, including orange liqueur, a short, uh, a shot of sour mix topped with cola served over ice. Hmm.
0: Uh,
1: Essentially, the majority of the bar as well goes into the drink and some drinkers love it uh, while others despise it. It took me, took me a while until I was making it. I was like, wait, wait, it's just making fun of people from Long Island and just saying that their version of iced tea is you pour... A bit of all your leftover alcohol in here. But yeah, it's basically half an ounce of uh, triple sec, half an ounce of light rum, half an ounce of gin, half an ounce of vodka, half an ounce of tequila, one ounce of sour milk, two ounces of cola, or enough to fill the glass. And then you put a little lemon wedge on there. It's real easy to make when you're when you're at an actual bar. Well, because you just grab, I, I, I could grab four bottles, put them up, one, two, set it down, and then finish it. Call up. it a Long Island. Yeah, uh, it was it was fairly easy uh, and we had it set up to where like those were the, f- the four closest to the edge where I could just reach <laughs> down and go and here. OK, move on with our lives. Uh, I don't care for it, but it's, you know, people like it because it'll get them drunk.
0: I was going to say, it sounds like one that's like, I feel like being trashed right now. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a go. lot of
1: variants on this one. I will mention though, because you can make a Long Beach tea, which uh, instead of cola you put in uh, cranberry juice. Oh, uh, there's an electric iced tea, which uh, blue curaçao replaces triple sec, and the soda is switched out to a lemon lime soda. Huh. And there's a Texas tea. Uh, add bourbon to a Long Island iced tea. No, and that's no. it. That's all you do. I. You no. just you take everything else and go, and here's some bourbon. So.
0: I'm gonna say the Kentucky panel
1: it, this is like no. Well, Kentucky there's, there's says, a reason it says there's a reason it's called the Texas tea. Yeah. Not the Kentucky tea. Yeah.
2: Do you pour straight motor oil onto the top of it? it? Is one of those things like whatever uh, the bump of cocaine he does in Lord of War? It has <laughs> uh they it has gunpowder mixed into it.
0: Uh, yeah. In
2: Texas, do they do they put straight oil into it? Oh my God. Uh, well, I,
0: so also, i have to tea. say like today i learned uh i because i never knew what triple sec really actually was
2: mm-hmm. so i've never that, ordered anything with it now
0: that i see it yes, and like all these, you had margaritas all these cocktail ingredient things i'm like oh so it's orange oh yeah <laughs> like it puts a whole different meaning on things for me when i'm like oh that so it just makes it like an orange thing got actually, it
2: actually in recent memory i don't remember ever like I am either getting a beer or it's a an exact bottle that I see on the shelf of scotch or bourbon and I'm like give me a double straight.
1: Right. But your bachelor party involved margaritaville.
2: <laughs> I did. True.
1: Yeah, you got you you've had stuff with triple sec in there.
2: Okay. I mean, you guys were just buying me drinks. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. That was a very... We to mint where uh, Matt <laughs> confused confused the bartender at a bar called Mint when he asked them to slap the mint. And they're just like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I want you to slap it with your hand and then put to it... Re-
1: the to release the oils rather than
2: muddling. Yeah, he didn't want it muddled. He wanted it slapped. And that was fantastic.
1: I, I, do, like, what? I would do that for him anytime he ordered a drink for me when I was bartending. It it made me laugh. All right, like, next, his
2: mint slapped.
1: next up we have a, a well-known cocktail, the Mai Tai. Mai Tai is an iconic tiki cocktail. It's so popular that it has remained uh, remade countless times, often with tons of fruit and a variety of colors. Most of the traditions are completely different from the original recipe, which no one can agree on. <laughs> Uh, You either get a mix-up of the classic rum cocktail or go for the tropical uh, fruit route, or try them all. But the Mai Tai is a great drink for summer. Hmm. Uh, The drink's unusual name is explained from the story, which began in 1944, when Trader Vic's original location in Oakland, California, Victor... Bergeron, one of the founders of the tiki cocktail scene, was well known for his amazing rum cocktails and he thought the Mai Tai was, and the Mai Tai is one of his creations. The recipe is a close adaptation of what he, uh, that they have here is close to what his original recipe was which is one ounce of light rum one ounce of dark rum preferably Jamaican one ounce of lime juice half an ounce of blue curacao half an ounce of uh, uh, ogreit ogit Orgate mm-hmm. syrup. Uh, no, no. no uh, uh, half an ounce. Uh, sorry, a quarter ounce of simple syrup with a lime garnish or lime shell garnish, and a mint spring. Uh,
0: What's a yeah, lime shell?
1: Uh, if you you take all the meat, as it were, out of the lime and just leave them with the rind. Oh, oh okay. Also, uh,
0: the, this drink sounds just fine.
2: Yeah.
1: Now
0: <laughs> I've never had one once again, except and if, nope. if you leave off the mint crap, like
2: I, I'm, I'm about this drink Again, it's nope. exceedingly easy to walk into a bar and say, I'll take a double of that bottle.
1: <laughs> You're going to find a different Mai Tai at, at, uh, from a lot of different places. The way I remember being told to make it was, uh, uh, light rum, uh, some pineapple juice, orange juice, grenadine like a tropical mix that that we were supposed to have uh and um triple sec and then uh, you might float some dark rum on top hmm. uh which was fine but you know uh it's an okay drink but I, you know you're gonna get a lot of different ideas of how to make Mai ties and people are going to give you different recipes. If you try looking up images of it, none of a lot of them are not going to look the same. Hmm. So eh, it's interesting, but they're, they're still pretty tasty uh, no matter how you end up with it. Yeah, it's it's rum. Generally those are pretty good, pretty good uh, cocktails.
2: All right, as uh, so we'll move on down the list uh, as hinted at. Margaritas. Mm. So uh you want one and a hand one and a half ounces of tequila, half ounce triple sec, uh ounce of lime juice, garnish with a lime wedge. Or at this point, I'm like, why not a lime and an orange wedge? Let's let's spice them spice them up here. Uh optional salt or sugar for rimming. And if you don't salt for rimming, then you're I don't know what to call you. <laughs>
1: Well, sometimes you want a fruity margarita, in which case you're going to put sugar around the rim, like you put like a some strawberry stuff into it. Or... I've got harsh <laughs>
2: words for you about that. Hey,
1: look, I just served the things. I didn't.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying the people who ordered them or the uh, the skinny versions of things. Oh my
1: god! You know how I made a skinny margarita? I added water,
2: <laughs> and they loved it. Oh, I right. have a low so,
1: calorie mix. I have more water mix. I guess by volume, there's fewer calories.
2: And uh, let's move on to the next one. A mimosa of which I honestly considered uh, for our son's fifth birthday. We're going to take a big trip down to Disney World. I considered going to a resort that chart like getting club level that charges double the amount per night based solely on the fact that that you get unlimited mimosas 24 hours a day. Oh, I'm just like, I could be blasted (laughs) at Disney for a week (laughs) for like a thousand bucks a night. And I'm like, yeah, I'm willing to pay it (laughs) to be hammered off my ass for a week. But anyway, Uh. mimosa. You know how it's made. I know how it's made. Half ounce of orange liqueur, one and a half ounces of orange juice, three, three three and a half ounces of champagne chilled, garnished with an orange slice.
0: I've never heard Bam. of putting orange liqueur in it. I'm just like, I at it was Disney, just champagne and, and orange juice.
2: At Disney, they use like the weird uh, pog juices and things oh, yeah. to make the mimosas. So they're even better.
0: I have to say, the picture yeah. on this site that the spruce eats
2: thing. Oh, the mimosa looks it, very nice. It looks like a glass of urine. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, it looks nice.
1: You, it's dehydrated you sh- urine. Whatever. You should you should go to the doctor, Chris.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I said dehydrated urine. Issue. Dehydrated <laughs> urine. Uh, all right. Look, wow. whoever's pissing that needs another glass of water.
0: Or or whatever just... we're drinking. Uh, indeed.
1: Sorry. Goodbye.
2: Drink with me, friend. Did I
1: steal your segue, Brittany?
0: No, it's just I,
2: you. You're both trying to segue away from me, so it's whatever.
0: What it is I have the um the the iPad positioned in a different way. <laughs> like I completely lost track of the button, basically.
1: No, it's so, fine. I just thought I just apologize. thought from the way that sounded that I I had had stolen what you were just about to say. Like oh, oops. no,
2: I've right. lost track of my mouth and I'm pouring beer down my chest. So let's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is strong
0: beer, I have to say. So, uh, I'm, like,
2: re-dyeing my chest hair because I noticed when I got out of the shower today, like, my chest hair is turning white. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, let's pour some Russian Imperial Stouts down there. That'll get cool. it back dark.
1: Guys, tell, tell us what you're drinking. Please.
2: Oh, am I the one to do it? Yeah. You have the bottle, so... Since I have the bottle, and you're just now typing it into the, oh. the dock. So, we are drinking... Uh, baba yaga from uh ethereal brewing i always want to say company but it's not just ethereal brewing out of lexington kentucky so uh their baba yaga is a big once a year release and this is the 2020 of the coffee baba yaga coffee baba uh it does not have all the specs on it so if you're wanting all that i can't give it to you is it on the check-in Possibly. I know it's a seven fifty milliliter bomber, and that's pretty much all I know. Um it's coffee, it's delicious. It tastes like very good. There's coffee grounds still in it. It's amazing. It is nice when you want an evening coffee, but don't want the caffeine to keep you up.
1: Well, purificate gives it a ninety-two out of a hundred. And uh,
0: uh so untapped is saying it's a fourteen point two percent ABV.
1: That's going to vary, but the coffee one I'm looking at it here says 13%, so that it wow. may change a bit from year to year, too.
0: That's true, yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah, it doesn't give... Oddly enough, it still doesn't give a description on untapped, Does it have one on Beard right Weekend, or...?
1: No, it doesn't. Uh,
0: okay.
1: It also says it's no longer brewed, but technically it is. It's just...
2: Well, that, yeah, that, that vintage is no longer brewed. So on Untapped,
0: yeah. it, it also says that um, this particular vintage was, was made with Nate's espresso. So I guess it's a brand in Lexington, I assume.
2: Yes, because uh, Country Boy also does their uh, Nate's coffee stout. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know why, but when you said Country Boy, I just immediately went to John Denver. Sure. Country Boy. Yeah. Alright, no, sorry.
2: Rhodes, but.
1: I know I know what the actual words were. <laughs> I'm just saying what my brain did.
0: Um, but it's a really good beer. Uh see
2: mine went to Dukes of Hazard.
0: Sure. Good old okay, boys. Good old yeah.
2: Well, they Never were good old mean, boys. It. Never meaning no harm. Um Except for stereotyping. And, you know. A lot of things.
1: Illegal running of alcohol.
0: <laughs> right. Uh so this beer was um as as mentioned, it's a kind of special release, and the coffee one though is that a a one one time variant or have they done that? They one? they've
2: done it before. Okay. okay. Every every time they have done it, they've done a coffee. Uh, you don't do a stout without doing a coffee variant well, okay, now in true. in the craft market because um, I demand it.
0: <laughs> so the, and this is in the uh, what what size did you say the bottle is? Seven fifty milliliters. Seven fifty milliliter. 750 milliliter. Uh, So this is not one that you're just going to like, unless you plan on like, I'm just going to get trash tonight. You generally don't drink it by yourself.
2: (laughs) Unfortunately.
1: Yeah.
2: This is what they released uh, CBS from Founders Brewing in the States for the first two years that they were like, did a nationwide release. They're like, you get 750 milliliter bottles. Bam. That's it. And then everyone's going, could you just give us 12 ounce bottles? (laughs) Yeah. I don't need I don't need this much of it. They're like, holy hell. Do 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 you say that about Baba Yaga though? No, I need well, 750. I need the, 750 down my throat.
0: The thing is, like, with the 750 is like, as as we mentioned, with the drinking by yourself or something. Like, if you just want one,
2: I drink the whole thing. Don't. <laughs> well, that's okay.
0: Yes, but like, I guess it's meant to share because otherwise, yeah, you're just like, well, I guess what I know of my what my evening's gonna be like. <laughs>
1: You know? uh, man, there's just, I feel like one day when I have an entire day with nothing to do, I just want to open one up early on and just go. The best part of waking up is Baba in your cup.
2: In your cup. Did I mean, they make weird.
0: mugs? By the way, there. Like...
2: <laughs> no, I, I have. They should I mean? I say I'm sporting the uh, official Baba Yaga glassware. Uh, nice, nice, yeah. With the uh, uh, the old Russian witch in her chalice. Paddling away with a brewer's paddle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so,
0: Bob, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, well, I mixed up, uh, I mixed up a mai tai for today. Well, not really. I mixed up an emergency mai tai. The
2: uh, only one drinking to style.
1: I uh, <laughs> like I said, like emergency mai tai. I, I grabbed some cheap rum and some cheap triple sec that I had. Uh, I did. Not, I only used a, a white one because I didn't want to waste good rum on this uh and uh, i didn't get any orange juice because i didn't want it but i poured some pineapple <laughs> juice and, and a shot of sour mix to at least kind of citrus it up
2: because he didn't want heartburn I was I say, didn't, I, orange juice just begs heartburn
0: for you doesn't it
1: it really does and i'm running low on antacids because he doesn't uh, want cancer <laughs> no i've had to switch but i also don't want cancer um but it's it's pass it's passable. Uh, I put a little grenadine in there too, just to make it kind of colorful and just to put more flavor in there. I guess you know pomegranates are nice. Grenadine. That uh, that's if you're wondering, that's not a clearly not a cherry on there. Yeah, huh. we kept a bottle around for a while.
0: It's I mean, uh, it's a go-to. You know, I wish
1: I wish I could have uh, found the larger. Uh, I could have found the smaller uh, sour mix because about this big for sour mix and grenadine is all I really need. Mm-hmm. Even the this is going to get
2: thrown away. Sour mix only comes in like a liter bottle. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's
1: cheap, but it's ridiculous.
2: Look, you want to hear us bitch about? <laughs> mixing ingredients it's like no I just need a small thing of simple syrup a small thing of grenadine a small thing of sour mix well, I do not need liter bottles that are like $20 we can't well, all it. be Casey where we're just like well I'll just make some of my own it's
1: well like- it's it's also they're made in large quantities so you can share them with people they're not meant for alcoholics who sit alone in their house and drink
0: or for pandemics
1: or for podcasters who sit alone in their apartment and drink <laughs>
2: On that note.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, so let's go ahead and close this out. And you can subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. Or you can follow us at haveadrinkshow on social media and on twitch.tv. Uh, you could also tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address feedback at com. You can also use the feedback page on the website.
2: Yep, uh, all joking and fun aside, we'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. We are not driving. We are not going anywhere. Very much going to bed. Up Staying now. home, and every drop of that bomber is gone. Yep. Uh, this is the
1: only way I've had pineapple juice in the last 10 years. Really? In in like something like this, yeah.
0: Because of heartburn, or?
1: I just, just don't cause... drink pineapple juice, usually.
0: That's so unfortunate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: like, he's like,
2: really?
0: That's the worst. I'm so sorry
2: he's for like, you. I have heartburn. Are you like, that's true. Pineapple juice is like Satan's jizz to him. <laughs> say nothing love- about mayonnaise.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so you can check us out in another couple of weeks for the next live episode. Remember to check out uh, patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow or haveadrinkstore.com if you'd like to support the show. Once again, I'm Brittany Lee
1: Walker.
2: I'm Justin Fraser. <laughs> and I'm Christopher Walker. We're going to see you guys next time.
1: Bye. Bye.